Welcome to Audiobook Test Drive. In today's episode, we are featuring an excerpt from The Penitent, written by A. Keith Carrero. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. A baby is born and placed in his dead mother's arms. When the funeral shroud is cast over her, his father names his son Paul. It will soon become a name that strikes a shiver of fear into the hearts of those who hear it in combat. A lone survivor on a battlefield many years later, Paul dazedly recovers from the wounds of war. Despite the dead cast about him, everything he looks upon is unfamiliar to him. Wandering away from the scene of carnage, he encounters John Savage, a giant of a man who puts Paul within the sight of the Savage's seven-foot knocked longbow. What ensues from this deadly encounter is an elusive journey for truth. Yet while it is haunted by a ravening demon that is out to destroy Paul and John, the vision and prayers of a startlingly beautiful young woman protects them from afar. And now for your listening pleasure, an excerpt from The Penitent. Chapter 1 He finally found the chance to lie down in the pre-dawn hour. He was tired beyond his capacity to care about putting the threadbare blanket over him. It had been given to him not so long ago, in the early morning hours. The night was enough for him. Instead of using the blanket beside him, he wrapped the evening around him darkly appropriate for his mood. He smiled bleakly at the irony between himself and the blanket. We are two of a kind, worn out from use, tired, tattered, time-worn. After a long while of staring at the inside of his eyelids, when sleep simply evaded him, he stood up and went to sit between the roots at the base of a large tree. He shrugged himself into a comfortable position against the smooth bark. His mind cast itself back to the beginning of the day before. It was not a good memory. Even though it had been nine in the morning, the battle already had been over for several hours, shrugging off two bodies that had collapsed on top of him. He stood up, surveying with great curiosity what was around him. The dead stretched to the end of his sight in all directions. Cries, moans, cursing, and weeping from those still alive shared time with the sound of ravens and crows who took advantage of this tribute of war. They fed greedily on the dead horses and harvest of warriors, battling in their own turn as the mortals and their mounts did earlier with one another over the choicest of morsels to be found for the ravening palate. Their sing-song clamour had a keening and urgency that matched his own mood. An aftermath of woe, anger, delight, and hunger that seemingly could not be filled. He took a sword-ripped cloak from a fallen officer and wiped the remains of combat off himself. Unknowingly, 
He took back the two-edged falchion sword that he had wielded in hand-to-hand -hand fighting from the body of the last slain soldier he had killed. The sound of its being withdrawn from the corpse did not sicken him physically, as much as it repulsed his sense of order and balance in the world. He wiped off the sword and sheathed the blade in his empty scabbard. Both of his hands searched for knives on his belt, but they were not present. At that moment in time, he did not think that taking any living being from the world in such a fashion created a balance of harmony in the universe. Not so much that he was a philosopher of such rationality, it was something he felt deeply inside himself. He threw the cloak, now filthy from the gore of war, away, without consciously thinking about it. In his empathy with the crying of the birds around him, each warrior he had felled in his life, as a soldier, took a toll from him. He could feel each man and youth in battle that he had killed, scream in the frustration and fear of their being separated from the thin thread of life. He felt old. Neither the energy of his youth, nor the power in the force of his arms gave him confidence. He felt jaded beyond belief. All he wanted to do was find rest, an oasis of peace, to help still the rage filling the world around him. The sun waged its own war with an oncoming storm. Wind swept by him in fitful gusts. Sunlight seemed shattered by clouds, parrying it away from shining down onto the scenes around him. Shadows coursed by, sounding in his mind as harpstrings, plucked by an angel of war. Like furies in pursuit of vengeance, they screamed by him in flickering vibration, untouched by their ire. He sought a nearby stream that he had passed over the night before. No one approached him, because it seemed as though there was no one there able to do so. In his present condition, he was alone with his thoughts, to estrange him from his own company. We hope you enjoyed listening to this excerpt from The Penitent. If you would like to hear the entire audiobook, it can be purchased at Amazon, Audible, and iTunes.